Bible Podcast, Episode 27. Hello, and welcome to the Bivo Podcast, a podcast for pastors, church planners, ministers, anyone who is doing the work of ministry and working in the marketplace at the same time. This is your time of encouragement. And now, your host, Ade Sabanjo. Thank you. This is the first episode for 2019. It's been a very busy uh, uh, year for us, and... Um, so many things to do we started working on the school we have a lot of uh, planning to do as we try to reach out to our community some more and i just got so busy and i decided to take some things off my plate to get myself uh, organized for the next season and so as we start this season of the bible podcast it's going to be a great time. I have a lot of things that I believe the Lord would have me share with you. And thank you so much for those who have been asking about the podcast and be wondering why it's not coming. Uh, thank you for reaching out. It's, it's all, always an encouragement to know that the, um, the, the podcast is a blessing to you. So each time I get a message you're asking, it's just uh, a blessing. Today I want to talk about the advantages that we have as Bible pastors and Bible ministers and I want to highlight just one of them. In the next couple of episodes I will talk about some of the other advantages and um, I hope that I will get some feedback from you as you listen to this. So let's get quickly to some of the things that is uh, some of the personal things in our lives. We are doing well, the children and, uh, and um, Pastor Olu and myself, we are doing quite well. We Last time I spoke to you about the school that we were running, uh, it's going very well. We've been restructuring, getting ready to take in new students. We, we started this term with 13 and we're hoping that next term we're going to add a few more. And um, one, one big challenge that we're having is with the children is that the more, uh, when they go home, they come back as if they have lost everything that they have been taught. So we, we are hoping and really considering what it would be like to um, host some of them in the, in the school, in the compound there. We can take care of them, give them food. Some of them don't have uh, good food to eat. And it's just a, it's a big work. But we are so grateful that we can contribute that to, to these children and help them to have much better future. Now, um, today I want to go straight into what we're going to talk about, which is the advantages we have as Bible pastors. And um, we have some challenges. There are some challenges that we have as Bible pastors, but there are also advantages. But before I go into talking about the advantages, I want to really remind us that Bible ministers are ministers who are committed fully to the work of ministry. However, the Lord has not yet released them or has decided to use them in two different vocations or more. So they are working and at the same time, they are also engaged in ministry. I'm not talking of for Bible, when we talk about Bible ministers, we're not talking of just people who are working in the marketplace and from time to time on Sundays or once a week, they do some ministry in the church. That, that's a regular 
Christian, as a regular minister. Uh, but a Bible minister is a little bit more uh, committed to ministry. They, they feel called to the ministry in one form or the other. And mostly we're going to be talking about pastors they, they, or, or leaders in that form of ministry, in pastoring and evangelism and, um, or music. They're called. They feel called to that. And they could really do it full time, but they feel at this time that, you know what, I'm still called to the marketplace. And so they are doing both or like two full time jobs. And if you're like that, God has a unique grace on you. And that's why you're able to do that. And so I want to mention uh, a few advantages we have. The first one is that we can we are always in touch with people that are not yet saved, people that do not believe in Jesus as their Savior, their Lord, we, we have contact with them in the marketplace all the time. And that's fantastic because we can continue to minister the gospel to them. And we spend lots of time with them. And as we love on them, they, they, they can get the message and get saved. Um, we have some level of financial stability. So because there's, there's money coming in with your work, uh, you are able to do a little bit more in in the aspects of finances you're not worried about the finances of the ministry so you're going to be able to take a good portion of your salary or your business profit and put it back into the ministry and so you're going to get that that traction so that's an advantage um we are forced to to develop leaders fast because you cannot do a lot by yourself you're spending a lot of hours in the business and spending a lot of hours in the ministry so you're going to have people to help you so it's that's an advantage and you you have you have the opportunity to practice the truth that every member of the body of christ is a minister so as if you're a pastor and you're pastoring as a bible pastor you're going to have people who are going to be helping you to do a lot of things sometimes you get people to to minister to to share the gospel share the message on the sunday or in the week um because you cannot do it all by yourself and so it helps you to build a balanced church now the last one is the one i want to focus on and i put it last so that i can just continue which is that you must depend with you as a bible minister you must depend a lot on the move of god and of course every minister has to do that but i i am emphasizing that for the bible minister because you don't have enough time you don't have a lot of time to do all the things that you need to do and yet you must have god move and so uh, the the bible minister must spend a lot of time um just asking god for help and asking for direction from god i i i like to read about um, study um, revivals and there's a revival that happened in 1857 that I would like to share with you with regards to this last point which is that as, as Bible ministers we must depend a lot on the move of God we must look for it we must pray for it we must trust God for it just a move of God either in the ministry as in the marketplace as we minister to people serve them we're going to trust that God will use that uh, contact with them to to turn them around to, to for Christ or the ministry itself 
we just take off not by our activities because we don't have enough of them not by our, our strength and our skill because we're not devoting as much time as the others but by the move of god so let me t- tell you about this revival in 1857 and it went on for about two years before it began to no turning no move into another dimension um there was a man named a, a, a businessman named jeremiah lamfire he was uh, appointed by his church to 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 be a missionary uh, in, in in the city which is to go to the hotels and to the some business areas in the city and and share the gospel and take care of of them and you know just do the work of a missionary but within the city and he accepted that in on, on july 1st 1857 and uh, he was doing it very well but then the lord began to lay on his heart to to do a prayer meeting to do a noonday prayer meeting just call people together at noon to pray and he decided to do that and what he did was he, he printed some flyers you know and wrote how often do you need to pray you know why don't you stop at noonday at this time uh, in 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 the church which was on the third floor of a building uh, come to pray and you don't have to spend the whole hour you just you spend some time if you want to spend 10 minutes spend 10 minutes you want to spend five minutes if you want to spend the all the whole hour you can and and that's what he did put out the flyers put them in some business places put one on the door of the church where he was going to meet and he says let's let's meet and the lord took that and began to use it you know the first 30 minutes when the day came where he had done all this publicity promotion and the day of the prayer meeting he had no one for the first 30 minutes he was praying alone just praying and praying and then after that some people came in and at the end of that day six people joined him in this prayer meeting and you know you may think that that's not that that's not a lot of people yes it's not a lot of people but there's something significant that people actually came if you are to do that right now you can do that as a bible pastor or minister no just like that guy he was a businessman was not ordained and 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 you can try to do that and you discover that you would not get people people wouldn't come to pray but god was moving it was a it was a decision that god had made and inspired this this layman to do and so he started the prayer and you know what the next week i i think the next week 20 people were there and the following there were 40 and by the time they had done that for about a month there were over 120 people in the meeting um let me read from uh, the book the revival fire revival fire by uh Dole. it says there um within one month pastors who had attended the noon prayer meeting in fulton street started morning prayer meetings in their own churches soon the places where the meetings were held were overcrowded men and women young and old of all denominations met and prayed together without distinction the distinction the meetings are bounded with love for christ love for fellow christians love for prayer and love for witnessing those in attendance felt an awesome sense of god's presence they prayed for specific people 
expected answers and obtained answers. Newspapers began to report on the meetings and the unusual spirit of prayer that was evident. Within three months, similar prayer meetings had sprung up across America. Thousands began praying in these services and in their own homes. Um, it's, so, it's so interesting that someone started a prayer meeting at noon and within uh, a month you have uh, about 100 people and it just takes off people just started doing the same thing um, at different times uh, in different places then in different cities and then in different countries it took off it left america went to europe and more and more people were praying but not only were they praying, the interesting part of this revival was that people would come together and they were not allowed to pray for long. You're only allowed to pray for five, three minutes. And as they prayed, they would pray for people to be saved. And within days and sometimes within hours, sometimes the person that they are praying for is in the meeting. And they would say, it's me. And, and, and they would just give their lives to Jesus. And this was being done all across the nation all across america and people were wanting to pray wanting to love on one another it was it went beyond denominations and everyone that uh that went to the prayer meeting wanted to go so they called other people to come and the beauty of it is that thousands of people were going to this. People were getting saved, but it was being led by many, many people all across. There was not one single person that was in charge of the meetings. It's not because somebody came. That's why they were having the meeting. The Holy Spirit was doing all that by himself, and it was being led by lay people. And that's that's the beauty of it. That's the that's the that's what i wanted to share with you that as bible ministers we we have the advantage of knowing that you know what i don't have enough time to do ministry i don't have enough training maybe i don't have enough resources when it comes to um you know theological and all those trainings uh, we, we get them we have to get them anyway but because we know our lack, we then add, uh, we have to go back to the place of prayer and listen very attentively to instructions that God will give to us that will turn the, the lives of people around. So those are the things I want to share in this uh, episode of the podcast. Next week, I'm going to take another one of the other points and I'm going to discuss them. I'll talk about always... Uh, being in touch with those that are yet to be saved we we have that advantage uh, but today i want to focus on the fact that we must have the move of god every time we must have the move of god i've always had i've always had this this thought in my mind that we can have a move of god that depends fully on god that when people hear about it they will know that this is god it's not the minister it's not the person it's not Adi, it's not um, you it's just God and I, I want to stir your heart to, to join me in in trusting God for a worldwide move of the spirit something like what happened in the days of John Jeremiah Lamphire something like the one that happened in Wales in 1904 um, through Evan Roberts something that is beyond what anybody can take glory for where where the power of god shows up in one place but 
it automatically replicates in thousands of places. So it's not because the, the person moves to those places, but because God has been wanting to do something and just needed someone to, to light the match. And it can be anybody. It can be any one of us. And and once, once that, ma- that match is lit, every one of us begin to enjoy um, the results of it. So I, it can, I can imagine somebody may have started a prayer meeting in, in Boston and it would just get results, right? It would just get results. And, and he didn't know that something started in New York. So if, he, if, if that, that, that's the kind of move of God that I'm praying for, and I want to ask you to join me to pray for. So that's, that's it in this episode of the Bible Podcast. I hope that you, you continue to do the work of God with all your heart and join me in praying consistently until we see it. Now God will move. God move through my ministry. God move in the world. Show to the world that you are you are God. So that's it for today. I don't have any questions to answer. If you have any questions, please send it to me. Uh, and anyway, you know how to comment on the website or uh, recording. Anyhow, you know how to. I'm going to answer the questions next week. So f- that's it for now. Um, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity to serve you as Bible ministers, Bible pastors. And um, thank you because in this work, we work with you. We, we don't work on our own and we confess that we don't have as much time because of the callings that you have on our lives. We don't have as much time. We don't have um, as much um, energy to, to put into the work and strategy uh, so we we need you we really really need you lord you that did the revival prayer revival in 1857 we believe that you are the same god and we you want to do something spectacular something deep like that again and that will give you all the glory we ask that you do that do extraordinary things in our ministry um, by the reason of your glory, not just because of our strength or our prayer, but because you want to do it. Have your will, Lord. I pray for great grace upon all those who are listening to this. I pray that um, you would open our eyes and open our ears spiritually to know exactly what you want us to do so that we can do them and we can see the kind of results that only you can bring. Thank you, Father, for this episode and thank you for everyone in jesus name amen you've been listening to the bivo podcast with ade subanjo please head over to adesobanjo.com a-d-e-s-o-b-a-n-j-o.com to join the conversation and access all of the resources shared on the podcast. You can also record your questions by using the red button on the right-hand side of the page. If this is your first episode of the Bivo podcast, take the time to listen to the earlier episodes where Ade talks about his amazing recovery from stroke and the lessons he learned. These lessons have revolutionized Ade's life, and they will make your life so much more fruitful too. Till the next episode... Keep spreading the love of Jesus everywhere.